G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, just this week, of course, the Queen's birthday long weekend for most states on Monday and the naming of people who were honoured in the Queen's birthday honours list. One of those was longtime servant to the community, Graham Long, who heads up the Wayside Chapel in Sydney. He's been recognised with the AM, a member of the Order of Australia Award for service to the community through provision of support for vulnerable and marginalised people. And Graham Long joining us now. Hello, Graham. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much. Well, Graham, first of all, congratulations. A tremendous honour to be named in the Queen's Birthday Honours List this week. Uh, how do you feel about uh, about receiving this award? I, um, I, I have a bit of a mix, actually. Um, one is uh, I'm incredibly gratified at the outpouring of support that's come from all over the place in this last 24 hours of been astonishing, overwhelming, actually. Um, I have a reservation, and that is, you know, when you pin a medal on anyone's chest and kind of imply that something happened individually that could have only happened communally, there's something a little bit misleading about that act. So, you know, so I accepted the award um, with the view to saying this is more like being an athlete who carries a flag in front of their fellow athletes. So if it's if it's that kind of a thing, then I proudly accept it because I'm I'm leading the most astonishing team of people in the world. If it was more like here's a VC, we'll stick on the soldier's chest, you know, you're a brave man, then I, you know, then it would be wrong of me to accept it. The interesting <laughs> thing is, there is always a team effort in this. Does your always. team does your team participate in the celebration with you? Yeah, indeed. Um, that's been the most gratifying thing is that uh, there's uh, about 50 full-time staff here and it's, in a sense, there really is a shared kind of glory. And I, in that, I, I totally rejoice. There is no downside to that. That's just fantastic. So, yeah, you know, I also think it's a good thing for a country uh, to set aside certain numbers of people and say, this person's done a great job and have the country celebrate that you know that's that's a really positive thing for us to do so yeah i feel honored to be included amongst the number that they said did a pretty good job (laughs) (laughs) and i guess to be recognized as one who is supporting vulnerable and marginalized people it raises the profile of what you do and draws attention to the fact that there are those in our community who actually do need our help yeah very much so Uh, and i you know, I'll do almost anything. You know, I, I <laughs> you know, I, I won't go pole dancing, but I'll pretty much do anything else that's required to lift the profile of what we do, because what we do is so important, and it's only supported by uh, almost entirely private giving. 
I think our, the government component of uh, our uh, turnover is 10% and shrinking. So um, thank goodness um, people love us uh, because that's how we survive. Um, and it means that I'm forever, always, calling the community's attention to here's what we're doing and here's why you should support it. So this is another excuse to do the same. Graham, for listeners who aren't so familiar, remind us what happens at the Wayside Chapel uh, with people who are a part of that community there in Sydney. Yeah, well, um, we're, we're located in King's Cross, which has always been a fairly interesting part of the Sydney community. Um, it's the red light district. It's um, it's the place where uh, when there's changes in injecting drug use and um, uh, trends in various drug use, it's it's usually spotted first at King's Cross before anywhere else. Um, so we're right in the heart of that kind of stuff. Um, people who who fall by the wayside literally walk in our front door at the rate of two to three hundred a day, depending on what's going on. And so we've been here for 50 years, and um, as King's Cross changes, so do we. Uh, but our mission is always the same, which is to create community with no us and them. Graham, it always impresses me the culture that you have at the Wayside Chapel because it's a non-judgmental culture. And I guess for some sections of the church community, uh, they they bear this whole idea that there is somehow or other a lot of judgment on people. But, but it's, uh, for yeah. you, they're in Wayside Chapel. It's really a non-judgmental culture. Yeah, look, I sometimes wonder about if we're all reading the same Bible, you know, because uh, you never see Jesus going around putting the hard word on people. Um, you know, he, he meets a tax collector up in the tree and he doesn't say, you better believe the following. He just says, I'm coming home to lunch. Well, that's the kind of Jesus I'd be happy to follow. <laughs> you know, who, who's without sin? Cast a stone. I love that. So, you know, we see ourselves as being in one sense of quite a um, respectful uh, church. You know, we, we seek to do what Jesus was doing. Graham, stay with us. We'll continue yep. this conversation in just a few moments. Uh, Graham Long, our guest, he's been awarded this week a member of the Order of Australia in the Queen's Birthday Honours List. We'll continue our conversation in just a few moments. We're talking about what has become something of an institution for not only Sydney but for Australia, the image of the Wayside Chapel there in King's Cross in Sydney. And uh, on the radar this week because Graham Long, who heads up the Wayside Chapel, has been awarded the member of the Order of Australia in this week's Queen's Birthday Honours List. Uh, Graham, when we talk about the... Uh, the atmosphere at the Wayside Chapel. And we were just talking a short while ago about this sort of non-judgmentalism. As I understand it, you've got people who are coming to the Wayside Chapel for help, getting on their feet and then becoming a part of your team. That's true. That's true. We uh, Some of our most incredible team members were people who once used to walk in here or used to crawl in here probably on their hands and knees Um so they're living proof that there's life after addiction um, and, and that uh, it doesn't matter how deep and dark the hole gets, uh, there's always some hope. 
Um, I've never seen water turned into wine, but I have seen a few winos turned into husbands and fathers. <laughs> and those are miracles, aren't they? That, that's miraculous stuff happening before your eyes when you see a transformed life. Uh, this whole image that we have of the Christian walk, the transformed mm. life, uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Pretty, it, the contrast is pretty significant where you are in King's Cross. It really is significant, and, you know, it, it, it doesn't happen because we browbeat anyone. We, we know, the one thing we do know, is that there's something about our Western culture that constitutes people as lonely. And if you can overcome that, people will want to move towards health on their own. You know, when, when people live a lonely life, their preoccupation is, how do I, you know, what are you going to give me? What are you going to give me for free? How do I get the most stuff for the cheapest price? When, when the penny drops, when others realise that there are others with them and for them, then the question moves from uh, what can I get for nothing to how can I help? And when you hear that question move, you know you're on your way. So, you know, we do lots and lots of different things, but at, at bottom, that's what we're looking for. We know that when others find out that there are others with me and for me. You know, we, we say to people all the time, you're not a problem for us to fix. You're, you're a person for us to meet. Mm. And, and when, you know, we just know that when they walk out feeling met rather than worked on, then we've had a very good day. Graham, share with us the value of having a door that's open to anyone in whatever state they might become knocking on that door. Uh, mm. The idea of a closed door on a church doesn't seem quite right. You guys have got an open door there at the Wayside Chapel. Yeah, we do. Um, it, 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 absolutely anybody is welcome here. No one's out of place. Um, if, if, if you exhibit violent kind of behaviour, uh, we will exclude you for a day or two to cool down. So, you know, we, we do have lines that we have to draw. Um, but um, given that little reservation, everybody else is completely uh, welcome. We know that uh, underneath all these categories, you know, we, we separate ourselves into us and them all the time. We say these people are, or use whatever collective noun you like, you know, they're mentally ill, they're homeless, they're sick, they're whatever, whatever noun you want to use, clients, their patients. Underneath all of that, there are just people, just like you and me. And, and un- behind every kind of big circumstance is a story. And if you're willing to hear the story, there's some chance you might meet the person. And, and in, a, in a sense, that's it. That's the big, you know, that's the magic thing. When somebody realises they're not alone, that's when you really start to see miracles happen. I guess for some people, the needs that they have are more obvious than others, and uh, perhaps the needs of people knocking on your door, you already know that there are those significant uh, underlying issues, uh, those difficulties that they're facing in their life. When you say you've got the listening ear, you're quicker to listen and slower to speak. Is that a good rule of thumb? Yeah, I I say to our people all the time, the most important uh, bit of equipment you can have is an extra pair of socks which you keep in your pocket and when you're tempted to be sprouting wisdom you shove them in your mouth 
right. How long, based on that, how long does it take before that person who is sharing their heart with you and you're a listening ear, uh, where they actually begin to question what's happening in their life and are searching for deeper understanding and meaning and wanting to connect with the God that you are promoting? Yeah, well, the answer to that is there's no answer. Um, um, One of our values is no rush. There's not many... Not many organisations that have no rush as a value, but you know you can't make it happen. It doesn't matter how clever you are or how many qualifications you've got, you cannot make this happen. You have to just be on the lookout to see, is today the day? Is, is this the day when you're going to get sick of being sick? Is this the day uh, when there's a spark in the eye that says, oh, I want to live, I don't want to die? So it's it's you know you cannot make that happen it's but you can easily miss it when it does happen so it's a question of of uh no rush but no complacency you know it, it's when someone dies around here and and people die around here a lot i do about 50 funerals a year always uh, you know i could count on one hand the number of funerals i've done of old people so they're always people dying too young you know, we feel the sadness of that. We take that personally. We, we, the, the waste of human life is, is sad. Staff will come to a funeral and they'll cry. And I think that's a very godly, beautiful thing for them to do um, because we know that all we can do is love someone and be with someone, even at the very end. And it's an honour for us to take that role. Um, but always... Always, there's somebody for whom grace somehow penetrates all the barriers, and there's a there's a desire to live is born. And when that happens, we'll do whatever it takes to make the path smooth. Are you easily able to recognise Graham when that turning point comes? When you've got a, a heart that wants to change, that wants to get free from those addictions. Uh, that's tired of living the way that they are. Is it a recognisable? How do you recognise that point? Well, it's it's um, it's it's when I was young, I used to question people all the time who had turned around, and and we've seen some very very dramatic turnarounds. A fellow who I was talking to just before you in the office, he's now on staff here, and he was one of Sydney's worst drunks. He was a violent so and so. He told me once, I couldn't tell you, Graham, how many times I've broken thumbs on the street. <laughs> um, completely. You're just a, the man now is so alive when he walks in the room, he sort of fills it up. Um, but the, the, you know, when you ask somebody what was the thing that turned you around, and I've asked hundreds of people that, they, they tend to not have an answer or they have an answer that's kind of superficial and you ask them a week later and it's changed. And that's because the magic moment isn't a moment of self-realisation. It's not a moment of self-examination. It's not a moment of self-anything. It's a moment when they realised others were with them and for them. So it's, 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 <laughs> it's kind of the opposite to self-realisation. 
So poor old Maslow didn't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, uh, listeners to our conversation will love your heart and uh, I think there will be... Uh, uh, those who will be thinking, that's the sort of ministry that I'd love to be involved in. Uh, when you're meeting real needs, when you're a listening ear, when you are seeing the power of God at work in the lives of people, bringing about those levels of transformation that you're talking about, uh, those things are very, very special. Uh, is there any special plans for the future in the in the times ahead that you're that you're thinking about? Uh, we're always planning for the future. Um, We've just taken on an extra project now that we've now got a presence also down at Bondi Beach. Um, so believe it or not, Bondi Beach is more King's Cross almost than King's Cross is. The number of call-outs to overdoses is more frequent in Bondi than it is to King's Cross. And uh, the number of violent incidences down there is also a very big headache. A massive backpacking uh, community down there. I think mostly good kids from Europe who deliberately go to let their hair down when they're away from mum and dad and do a pretty good job of it. There's also um, quite a few people who are uh, rough sleepers down there, either on the beach or in pavilions and around there. So um, so in a way, um, it's a kind of a natural stretch for us and um, that's we've got a few years' work ahead of us uh, uh, to make that what it should be. Um, but, you know, head down, tail up, watch this space. There's plenty of work to do. And uh, wonderful to be able to hear your heartbeat and to honour you today, Graham Long, uh, and uh, to just let our audience know that uh, you've received this Member of the Order of Australia recognition this week for your service to the community through that provision of support for vulnerable and marginalised people through the Wayside Chapel. Uh, just uh, great to be able to chat with you and to hear of those things that are going on in your ministry role and uh, to honour you in the work that you do. Thanks so much for being Thank available you. and talking to us today on 2020. Thanks for the call. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.